Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Wednesday, May 26th in the year 2022. And I'll tell you, the shooter in Texas is increasingly looking like a tranny, cross-dressing freak, just so I say it. And that's just adding to all of this groomer stuff that we keep seeing out of schools. Ask yourself why that's happening. I'm serious because it's all part of the same event. How is What's the probability that you'd end up with a bunch of freak groomer trannies in our schools and then suddenly you get a product of their grooming go back and shoot kids in an elementary school? You think there might be a relationship there? Just maybe? Man, I'll tell you. Hey, before we begin, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. That's important. Sleep is critical right now. And you're going to have to really work at that because they're going to increase the stress as much as they can. Right now, MyPillow.com has amazing sales for this upcoming Memorial Weekend. 66% off on many, many things. They've also got a buy one, get one free offer, which is a BOGO offer that Mike Lindell calls it a BOGO offer. Amazing sales. And the big one right now, and I guess they're running out of, I, I just about wrote Don, the marketing manager, marketing vice president, when she t- said that they're running out of my slippers. And I said, that's probably B-Dads. That's probably Bards Nation buying you up on those incredible sales on my slippers that are $90 off on a pair of my slippers right now. So let's hear a quick message from Mike Lindell. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love Mikey's a dream sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's mypillow.com forward slash bards is the bards nation landing page. Mypillow.com forward slash bards. Your promo code is bards, B A R D S. You can use that promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, the Frank Speech site, and the My Store site. And if you want to speak to a human being, they've got a whole staff of Patriot Pillow counselors ready to answer your questions at 800 975 2939. 800 975 2939 and use your promo code BARDS, and they'll get you hooked up, Patriots, and that's what you need. Hey, so I have a question. Remember I said last night, make sure we're digging and asking the hard questions, and here's one for you. It's absolutely amazing. So there is the, a guy by the name, apparently by the name of Bernie Gores. He's pretty amazing, and I've never seen anybody like this. So I'm going to kind of give you some of the events that make him amazing. Matter of fact, it's incredible. So elementary school teacher Bernie Gores, and they've got his picture up on Twitter, died sheltering his students from the gunfire at Robb Elementary School in Texas. That's amazing. But then get this. This is even more amazing. 
breaking, same guy, by the way, breaking CNN journalist Bernie Groves executed in Kabul by Taliban soldiers. We are working with U.S. officials to get several more journalists out of Afghanistan at this time. Our thoughts are with Bernie's family. That's November 9th, 11th, 2021. That's amazing. And then, oh man, this dude is amazing. We're sad to announce the first American casualty of the Ukraine crisis has taken place. Thoughts and prayers with the family of activist Bernie Gores. Oh my goodness. Who passed away this morning after the mine planted by Russian-backed separatists exploded. That's on CNN, Ukraine. He died three times. How in the heck is that possible? This guy is something else. He died three times. So, I just, like I tell you all the time, I'm going to read this part. It's part of the post. People need to realize that a false flag doesn't mean that the event was fake. It means look here, not there. They want to distract us from other important events that are transpiring and will call attention to the criminal things they have or are doing. They will sacrifice anyone to get their way. This is how sick and evil these people are, that they will go to the extremes of hurting children. This is a battle between Satan and God. Okay, and even at that, I'm just going to say this because We've finally seen pictures of students and patriots. I am not saying this is not true, but considering we just found the same dude die three times, I'm just going to encourage everybody to press for more information. Just taking a bunch of snapshots and putting them together and say, oh, the families are mourning. We need to see a little more to this. We are dealing with the most deceitful level of terror we've ever noticed, and it's terror of the mind. Okay, and I'm not saying children didn't die, but apparently, apparently you need to, if you're going to be a shooter these days, you need to be a cross-dressing freak wearing a skirt and carrying a $2,000 Daniel Defense Precision Long-Range Firearm, which is another thing that doesn't make any sense. Because that's a, that rifle that he was carrying was not a close-quarters CQB rifle, okay, and which is close-quarters combat. It was not. So just saying, don't take this. Because the immediate reaction is everybody's in tears. and They're like, oh, my goodness, this is so horrible. And I've talked about this. Keep a level head. This is the chaos of war. And like I've talked about before, that was an ambush. All right? It was an ambush through what we call fifth-generation warfare. That's how you ambush in fifth-generation warfare. You hit people emotionally with a dramatic event. And suddenly, like within minutes, everybody knows all the details and everybody's crying out their eyes. They're like, oh, my goodness. And then eight minutes later, Biden comes out and starts banging on the thing and starts screaming about how how many more kids are going to die, which is another thing we need to keep in mind, what he just said. I'm going to read this. This is a post from 4chan, really interesting. It's about time you realize how many, this is what Biden said, how many more kids have to die? And And that was his quote. And this. This post says, is not a rhetorical question or a political statement, but rather it's a threat that they will do anything to take your guns from you. Parents, get your kids out of school. That is the battle zone. And if you haven't figured that out from the groomers that are there, get them out. There's another great and very really good theory that's floating around and asking the question of whether this 
And I'm going to play that piece in a minute, whether this kid was actually a product of that school and was groomed at that school. Keep that in mind. All right, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today with just a focus, and we're just praying that people will set aside the emotional turmoil and the chaotic thinking and the emotional response to events and keep a level head, eyes open, ears open, and ask the hard questions. Right now, we are in a very critical time when we have politicians politicizing a tragedy, a tragedy that we already know has some lies built into it with a miraculous rebirth of somebody that died three times in three different events across the world. These are lying people, Father, and deceitful at at a level we can't imagine. And they will use the emotional threads and strings of children to try to distort truth and lead people astray. We know it's no accident that yesterday in the Sussman trial, Father, that the FBI was implicated in the entire Russiagate issue. And it's upon us now to seek the truth and to ask the questions and to look at this in a bigger way. And I would just pray, and I hope others will join me in this prayer, that it is time that we take on the responsibility of what it is to be your children. It's, it's a fatiguing walk, Father, bluntly put, to watch how many hand puppets are out here being pulled by the strings of the media and strings of the elite. And all it takes is a report and a photo and people walk off the edge of a cliff. We need to seek truth. And so we pray for truth. And we pray for level-headedness. And we pray for people to open their eyes and ask the questions and quit being sheep to an institution of lies to quit being led astray easily like fools. What a disgrace to what you have created in us, Father. We pray for repentance for all those who have been trapped by this stupidity. We pray for a nation that has been trapped by the puppeteering of elites who want us to be led astray and the willfulness of people to just let their hearts be pulled instead of asking the questions. You gave us a mind for a reason, Father. We just pray that people will use it for something other than a pillow to sit on. Father, this is a time right now that we have to really dig in and ask hard questions. Why are they, we always so willing to go after the guns when there's more people that die in car accidents? Are we going to ban cars? Why are we so willing to go after the guns when more people die from drunk driving? Are we going to ban all the alcohol? Why are we willing to ban guns, but we are still willing to promote the murder of children in the womb? When are people, Father, going to ask these questions? When are they going to start realizing how much we are being played? We pray right now, Father, for the true power of the sword of the Spirit, the mightiness of the Spirit to step up within people, to give them the fire of righteousness, and to quit being meek. We're so timid when it comes to these things. We are so afraid to ask questions for fear of offending somebody. That's not Christ-like. 
by any means it's not Christ-like. It's the courage to stand up and ask for the truth, to ask for the verification of it. And if people don't like it, too bad. Because our role here, Father, as you have placed us here, is to seek truth. So we pray for that strength, Father, that strength to permeate the hearts of many, to take away the scales from their eyes. Hopefully they're not lizard scales. Take away the scales from their eyes and awaken and stand before us and stand before the people and speak truth. We pray that the politicians that are lying will have their tongues tied, be unable to speak. Those that are putting on the show, we pray that people will begin to realize that there's controlled opposition going on. One side putting against another side, all controlled to keep people distracted. For those that have lost in these events, not to say that people weren't lost, but we pray for those families and the suffering that they're in. But we also need to come together to validate the events, not just rely on corrupt institutions, corrupt authorities, corrupt media to just tell us what to think. We need to be validating and understanding that as a people, appreciating the importance of verifying truth. And if this is being manipulated, And if this is being twisted and turned for the benefit of a few to twist the emotions of people, put fear into children, put fear into people's lives, may those that are doing it find a comfortable chair in the lake of fire. Father, we need justice in this land. We need brutal, harsh justice now. And we pray for our, for our nation. We pray for mercy, but we equally pray for justice. Let your hand of justice strike this land. And may those those evildoers, those that are perpetrating this evil, be brought to their knees to understand that this ends. And we know in our role as we stand and hold this line, as we put on the armor every day, the armor of God that you've given us, Lord, we know that it is our duty to hold that line, not to buckle our knees not to give in, not to go running off the trail because suddenly something happens that emotionally causes us a little distortion. We just pray for that solid walk in faith, that truth, that line of truth that doesn't waver because we can have deep compassion and sit with those that have lost and shed tears, which is a Christ-like thing to do. And we can equally stand boldly and flip tables and demand the truth out of the Pharisees. That's the gracious warrior. And let us find that strength within us. Guide us and protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to relate a little issue here because it's important. When you get into conflict and combat, I've talked to you about this before. And it's just really important to understand when the gunfire starts, everything gets chaotic. And those that get swung by the gunfire and start chasing the guns usually get killed. It takes a level head in the midst of gunfire to pause for a moment. You do your reaction to fire, which is to get yourself out of the way of the gunfire and move yourself. And then you have to take a few seconds, which seems like minutes to hours sometimes to collect 
what you're go- what's going on to de- develop an immediate reaction plan, which is more about figuring out where the enemy is, and then assaulting the target. The problem that happens when the media hits like this is it comes from all sides, seemingly. And everybody loses their head. You've got Beto O'Rourke coming up and screaming and putting on some stunt today in front of Governor Abbott. And, and this is going to be, this is my first reaction when I saw it. That was a complete staged event. Abbott's in on it, Beto's in on it. And it's all controlled opposition BS. Every damn bit of it. And until we start to really put our foot down and go, okay, enough is enough. Where, where is the focus on the families? All of this is the focus on the political show. Pay attention to that. Where is the focus on the families? Where is the consoling discussion about the families? Abbott tried to turn it to that afterwards. I don't trust him. I'm just going to be blunt. I don't trust a lot of this because of the speed of information that happened after the event, it's, it's like this. We, it, we take, since 2016, we have been having an investigation by a bearded man named Durham that has taken that long. And even by Kosh Patel's own statement, it takes a long time to develop a case like this. Okay. And yet, and we have missing persons all over the place. We have crimes that go un, unprosecuted. We have Antifa doing a revolving door. Every time they pick them up, they go right back out on the street. We have rapists running on the street, being let out of prison. We can't figure out, apparently, where all the illegals go in this country, but somehow an active shooter that wasn't present in the school system, wasn't even present in the town for a year, because students have said they haven't seen him in this small town for a year, which is not likely and merging on almost impossible. Suddenly he appears after having done some random posts to draw some attention, which is mainly like leaving a trail, which they always do, a little gun trail or a little um, rabbit trail. So people will go back and go, oh, look, he was a psycho. And he appears and he's not only appears, but he's well armed with one of the better rifles on the market, Daniel Defense, a long range. It's, it's a precision rifle. And they're trying to make it seem like he can, by the way, it's not one you easily walk through a building with. Somehow he gets into school easily. No one says anything. There's only one short clip we've seen in loop of him apparently entering the school, nothing else. And because the media blasts the headline, active shooters, 18 dead, no one thinks anymore. True hardcore operators Stop, pause, look at the events, and begin asking the hard questions. When an event like this happens, the first reaction everybody should have is, I'm digging. I'm asking. And just like the questions I went over last night. You have to go out and, and ask the questions. Read the, read the comments. Look for trends. Where did this kid come from? Who's his parents? Where are they in this story? What's his background? Why was a kid this age apparently living on his own? I can't even tell. It it looks like he was living on his own. I can't tell. How did he afford that $2,000 rifle? Where was his job? What was he doing? How was he earning money? Who was buying his miniskirts? 
I'm not kidding when I say these things because he's in miniskirts. We know he's a transgender. When did he become transgender? Who groomed him? Where did he go to school? What's his relationship with the FBI? What was his, what was his known knowledge in the local law enforcement? Now the families of the children. Okay, we've got 18 children dead, except one of them was a teacher that died three times. Does that not set up a red flag? I mean, this thing stinks all over the place. And what they do is the minute that you suggest otherwise, you're either going to be a white supremacist or you're going to be denying the rights of parents to have a quiet morning. No, this is a national event. Parents don't get the right to be in a quiet morning right now. I'm sorry. We need truth. I want to see pictures of the families. I want to see pictures of these kids when they were young. I want to know where these kids came from. You know, what was this? A group of kids that maybe got kidnapped and were, are being used for other things? What is it? What's going on here? Were there's, was, are there kids really dead? Okay. I want to, I want to see the details. And if we're not pressing for truth like this, we're literally not doing our job at all. Not doing it at all. I'm going to play, as we close out here today, I want to play a piece by, this is Alex Jones and it's um, Ted Nugent, who was on, a little bit of Ted Nugent, who was on Alex Jones last night. And he rocks. We love Uncle Ted. So here you go. Talk show host, co-host, which I wouldn't do, I love him. It would not be the dagger's fault. It would be me putting action into that inanimate object where I picked up this table here and smashed it over Owen's head or he picked it up and smashed it over my head or he's wearing a gun on his side. If he shot me, it's not the gun's fault. It's his fault. It's my fault. We all know that. And just like the white supremacist attack, blaming gun owners or just like any of these events, statistically, they're still very rare out of 350 million Americans, but still very heartfelt. You're right. We should not be political at this moment, and Joe Biden absolutely is, and it is disgusting. What do you predict in the midterms with 168 days left, Ted Nugent, with the whole world waking up, with the inflation, with all of it? Uh, I mean, what do you see uh, Biden and his nasty cohorts during this third administration of Obama doing? Well, of course, I'm a huge supporter and believer in evidence, evidence that I vet and I scrutinize and I research with all my heart and soul. And Dinesh D'Souza has documented that in his documentary, 2000 Mules, that the 2020 election was fraudulent, that people by the millions voted, that illegal people voted, that, that fraud and criminal corruption took place in the 2020 election, and that Joe Biden did not win the 2020 election legally. Mark in Arizona was talking about Mike Adams. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Mike Adams just posted on naturalnews.com that the kid was a transsexual. And I think yep. we should uh, dark. Yeah, we have the photos. We'll put them on screen. Yeah, that the, he, they, he killed seven, eight, nine year olds. Maybe that's where he went to elementary school. And he's just going back to where it all began. And so he was groomed there and then set up and transitioned through high school. And it drove him crazy. Owen, look, I don't want to say this was stage provocateur. But we have specifically said with two years of our leading mass shootings that with all the pre-programming that mass shootings are coming and terrorists are going to attack and we got to take the guns. And then I'm like, well, I would predict a lot of mass shootings right before the election. And then like clockwork, it's happening. 
you know, to me, it's just very opportunistic what's happening. Yeah, that's an understatement. Ask the hard questions, Patriots. That's the bottom line. If we're going to be digital soldiers and if you're going to be effective in this war, it's no different than if you're on the line shooting bullets. The difference is your research and what you discover and what we share are the ammo of this war. And it's critical that truth gets out. And it's uncomfortable. Look, here's the one big lesson. I'm going to close with this today from Christ, and it's important. Christ didn't come here to make friends with people. And this is the problem in our churches as we've taught this milk toast garbage about what Christ is. He was a warrior. He rebuked Peter, literally said, Satan, get behind me. I mean, this is a man who stood for truth. That is our gift and our responsibility and our legacy. You're not going to be liked for finding truth. Yeah, well, (laughs) so what? Because that wasn't part of the contract when we came in here. So, with that, dig, start finding. I'll tell you what, there is this thing doesn't smell right, and the only objective they have right now is to take the guns. And if you know people that have their kids in school, get them out. It's a soft target. There's no protecting those kids. A soft target defended by a bunch of groomers. That's a good deal. It's working in everybody's favor. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. We've got a lot of work ahead of us, and it's going to be some tough months ahead as they press everything to the to the metal. They're going to do everything they can to try to stress this society, turn it against each other, hopefully find a way to steal guns. They won't. They'll try. They're weaponizing the entire system right down to the end, and they're losing. So keep your prayers up for more losses, more clarity, and a great deal more strength in the walk of truth. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Walk fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers. I'm for Fishers. For Bards FM and for Fishers afterwards, but for Bards FM first. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. 
and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 